You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On a Tuesday, March 2nd, and a Wednesday, March 3rd, welcome in everybody, Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast, a network, your team every day indeed. Matt Derry with you, TJ Lang, yes, we're going to catch up with the uh, legend, the legendary one, the former Green Bay Packer, the former Lion, 10 years in the NFL, Pro Bowl guard, TJ Lang, who's still, of course, to draw a call, Southeast Michigan home, now retired, doing some work for Lions.com, and other uh, other broadcast stuff. TJ is going to join us momentarily to talk about the Lions offseason and his thoughts on the uh, Campbell-Holmes combo. As those two men, the Lions' new head coach and new general manager, did talk today. We'll get into a little bit about what they had to say coming up momentarily. Uh, find us on Twitter, of course, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. And I can't wait to get TJ on to talk about uh, the team and, and where it's heading today. Give the Lions some credit. All right. There's some transparency going on at 222 Rodwood Avenue. Okay. It is. All right. Today, for no reason. I mean, I guess it previews free agency and we get ready for the draft, but I'm assuming Brad Holmes will talk before the draft. But today, Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes both spoke to the media and just answered questions. And we're open and honest about a lot of issues. Dan Campbell, the Lions head coach, saying, Dave Burkett asked him, what are you looking for in the draft? He said it. We need wide receivers. We need cornerbacks. We need competition at cornerback. Justin Rogers asking him about, just, or I think it was Kyle Meinke, asking Campbell about Justin Coleman and Desmond Trufant. And Campbell going, you know what, I, Kyle, I'm sorry, but can't really get into that. Brad's more Brad's department, but you'll know something soon. I like those guys, but you'll know something soon, which basically means, yeah, we're going to cut them. He mentioned the two young guys at cornerback. He talked about Sheila Ford being in meetings and saying, look, she's not making decisions. She just wants to sit in and, and learn and be a part of our collaboration. And 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 so it was it was refreshing, refreshing to listen to Dan Campbell make those declarations. Then Brad Holmes talked about, hey, I really like the flavor that's out there in this quarterback crop. I like what the quarterback crop looks like. Not ruling out taking a quarterback at seven. That's exactly what Brad Holmes, the team new, gen, new, new the team's new general manager, should be saying publicly. Play some, play some poker. Make people out there think I like these quarterbacks. You're running up the price then for that number seven pick if you elect to trade it. I loved it. I loved it today. Dan Campbell was asked about the tight end position. He said, you got to have that, that big athlete out there. It's no longer just a tight end spot. Not ruling out Kyle Pitts at all. So there's things on the table for this franchise. They're not ruling out. They know it's a rebuild, and they were transparent. They were answering questions. They were apologizing when they didn't have answers. I, I think that's great, and I think for once, you know, no one's expecting this team to win any games or, or do anything crazy early, but have some patience with them. 
You know what I'm saying? Give them some time. I think it is the right move. I think it is refreshing to hear. And that's a good thing. You know, what are you doing with Kenny Galladay? Well, we haven't made a decision yet. No, Brad Holmes basically said, we haven't decided yet. We're non-committal at this time. We're going to take our time. They didn't say they were want to definitely sign him yet to a long-term deal. That's not what Holmes said. But he said, you guys will know soon what we're going to do with the franchise tag. You know? So it was transparent. It was good. Give this organization some time. I don't know if Brad Holmes can be a general manager and a good one. I don't know if Dan Campbell can coach. But I do know right now they're playing the game properly. They're answering questions. They're being upfront and honest. And that's all we can ask for. So I like that. And if Holmes is liking a couple of quarterbacks and they end up taking one or they end up trading down and they find it... But that play that game. Play that game. The fact that Bob Quinn signed Chase Daniel so early on in free agency and then said, Stafford, Stafford, Stafford's our guy, that ruled them out of number three, and they had no leverage if they wanted to make a trade. And then they drafted a cornerback at number three, who at least in year one really struggled and then got hurt. T.J. Lang is our guest. He is coming up next. The former Lion will join us. First, let's talk about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet. On all your sports action, football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they are in full swing. Huge night tonight. You want to bet on Michigan-Illinois? Great game at 7 o'clock. MSU-Indiana at 8? Put some money down at betonline.ag. They got you covered. All right? Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you do is put the promo code in, LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online as you covered for all the news, scores, and best odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. They even got odds for award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. All right? Baseball, preseason stuff. You think the Tigers can win the division? It's probably a zillion to one. Put some money down to betonline.ag. What do you have to lose? Promo code locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Right, as promised, our guest today here on Locked On Lions, old friend of the show, uh, Lions legend, Detroit legend, really. It's our buddy uh, TJ Lang uh, joining us today. What's up, bud? How you doing, Diesel? Detroit, the Lions legend always kind of shakes me a little bit, right? I wish I would have played a few more years, and then I could have achieved that status. But when you hear people talk about Barry Sanders and Thurman more, Oh, Lions, come on. I don't think I really fit in that well. <laughs> you know, I, I, I see you doing all these media things now, and you were doing the the, uh, the videos, and, and you and Matthew Stafford. And and I, and I go back to the days of uh, when I brought you to the ticket to meet Mike and Terry, and you were a big star, and I... I, and you're in studio with me at 105.1. I think I should get a little credit for your media climb, don't you think? I'll give you, so, I'll give you a, a, maybe a little sliver of credit. Sure. <laughs> I, I never saw myself, you know, being a media guy. But when you're done playing, I mean, there's really two routes that guys take. They either get back into coaching or they get involved talking about the game somehow. And uh, 
at this point in my life, been retired for two seasons now. I'm not ready to jump into coaching, so <laughs> there's really only one other option that I have to at least stay involved around NFL a little bit. But I don't consider myself a media guy, you know, yet. I don't know. There might be opportunities to come down the road. But, um, hey, man, you got, when you're done, you either talk about it or you coach it. Somebody got to stay involved. I'm happy to just be doing something to at least keep myself involved in that loop a bit. No, no question about it. Uh, how much do you miss uh, being out there, though, and, and playing, or, or do you not at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's bittersweet, you know, for sure. I think not to be cliche, but um, there's some things that you miss. There's some things that you definitely don't miss. I mean, I don't miss being in pain every single day and barely getting out of bed and just being, you know, exhausted every single day. I don't I don't miss that feeling. But, you know, it, it's like, I mean, you know, I'm probably the millionth guy to say it. I mean, you miss the relationships. You miss the locker room atmosphere, the chemistry, hanging out with your buds every day. Uh, you miss playing in the big games, right? The Monday night games, the Sunday night games, the playoff games. You miss all that. You miss that adrenaline rush that you don't really get to you, – you're never going to feel that again. Um, once you're done playing, uh, you know, in those big time games, you miss that. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I'm definitely a guy. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever sat here and said, "Man, I, I, I wish I could have played another year or two. I could have done this." I think I retired at the perfect time. You know, I played ten years. My tenth year was obviously people remember. I, I had a bunch of injuries, a couple really bad ones, and I said, I always told myself, Matt, you know, when, when it's going, it's going. You know, I'm not going to be a guy that hangs around for an extra year or two and wondering what the hell am I doing out here. When it's gone, hey, I'm going to step away. And I was lucky enough to play ten years. I remember coming in, I wanted to play four, then I wanted to play six, and then I want, and next thing you know, it was year ten. <laughs> and I just knew, right, the body just tells you hey it's time to be done and and i don't regret stepping away from the game you definitely miss it but at the same time um there's a lot of benefits uh not playing the game as well being around the family more and catching up on a lot of missed time with the kids and all those things those are all all positives i love it that is uh fantastic and anybody that knows you knows how, how family oriented you are and how friendly you are to just about everybody and i'm sure it's great to to catch up on some of that time tj lang with us all right so the lions are starting over What's been your reaction to what they've done? Patricia and Quinn out, Holmes and uh, Campbell in. Uh, impressed so far. I, I think really, you know, what, how long has it been now? Maybe six weeks or so, maybe a little bit less than than when uh, Campbell and, and Holmes came, uh, you know, into the, into the team. Um, I've been impressed. I, I don't think there's any. Uh, there's so many people nowadays that get caught up in immediate results and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going for the playoffs or bust or championship and bust, championship or bust. It, it's been realistic, man. It's been down to earth. Hey, we've got a lot of pieces we got to add to this team. I think that they're being realistic with the, uh, managing the fans' expectations about – this it's going to require patience, right? This team is going to require patience, and it's just with the players that have moved on and the holes that you have on the team. There's no way they're going to compete next year for a playoff spot or division or anything that, or maybe even the next year. Hey, but I like what they've done so far as far as um, just 
you know, in the press conferences, when you hear him answer the questions, you hear him being transparent, you hear him being honest, you hear him talking about, yeah, you know, we're here to do a job. It's a tough job, but, you know, we, we think we're the guys to get it done. I think that's 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 encouraging if you're a Lions fan. Um, so I think both those guys, look, I mean, you can talk all you want in the offseason in February and March. doesn't really mean anything until you get into August and September. Then we'll start, hopefully start seeing a vision in place. Um, but if, if anybody's expecting this team to just go out and, and draft a bunch of all pros this year and bring in three or four free agents and go compete uh, in 2021. <laughs> Those are those are really really bad expectations. We got to give these guys time. We got to let them kind of put their stamp on this organization, bring in the type of players they need. Uh, hopefully, it's the right coaching staff. You know, love the guys that they've put together there with former players, uh, kind of mixed in and out, and, and successful guys. Um, I, I like what they're doing, but you know what I said? You got to you got to be patient, and you you, you got to hold off on. Uh, wanting the immediate results right now, right? Let's see how, let's give them a chance. Let's give them time to build this thing. And hey, maybe two or three years from now, we could say, okay, we're on to something. Or, okay, maybe, you know, maybe these weren't the guys, but it's going to take some time. You know, it's interesting because the one guy I said that I wanted them to keep, and I, and I was all for them just cleaning house and, and brooming everybody out, but Hank Fraley's done a nice job. And guys like Ragnow, Jonah Jackson, Taylor Decker's gotten better. Uh, and, and, you know, it's your former position, but I'm glad they kept Hank Fraley, and I think you got to build that offensive line the right way, and I think the Lions, at least right now, you look at the offense and you go, all right, that left side of the line looks pretty good. Yeah, they got some guys they could build off of, and Hank's a guy who played in the league for a long time. He was there uh, in 2018 as assistant O-line coach my last year there. Um, could kind of tell that he was in that spot grooming for a bigger role. Uh, you could tell he, he, he deserved it. He was ready for it. And it wasn't any surprise to really see those guys um, kind of be a strong suit of that team last year, right? I mean, it's probably – it's been a long time, Matt, since the offensive line has been uh, a consistently um, productive piece of your team. And I think a lot of that goes to Hank Fraley. It's about uh, – look, they, they've always had players there. They've – you know, Decker's always been a pretty good player. Frank, even his rookie year, had some struggles at guard, but he was a good player. You could see – uh, the potential that these guys have. And I think Hank is just the type of guy that finally brought all of that out of them. And a lot of that is, hey, giving those guys the confidence to say, you know what, you're, you're, dude, you're our left tackle, man. You are our stud, Decker. You are all pro type of player. Go play like it. Ragnow, you're three, buddy. Get, you know, let's go, man. Go make the Pro Bowl. You, you saw these guys. A lot of these guys had career years. And you look at Jonah Jackson, who was a third-round pick, who comes in day one starter. Okay, you know, kind of got to manage those expectations. Going to be some rookie hiccups here and there. But he, he was a solid guy through, <laughs> through the whole year when he was healthy. So you look at the left side of the line, I think, you know, if you look at it right now, maybe with Frank – uh, Jonah Decker at left side, you're saying, okay, you know, we're good there. Nothing to worry about. Right side, it'll be interesting to see what happens maybe in free agency or the draft because you had a lot of moving pieces. You had kind of Joe Dahl in there a little bit. Uh, Joe Dahl, I think, can be a player in this league when he's healthy. Uh, you had Vitae, you had Crosby kind of rotating out there at the right guard, right tackle. You'd like to see them kind of solidify at least one of those spots, right? Maybe it's right tackle, maybe it's Vitae, who was injured last year, right? I mean, new system, you kind of got to – 
COVID year, you kind of got to give him okay, little understanding. But you know, year two, you got to you're our guy, right? See if he's the long term answer at right tackle, and then maybe find a guard. Uh, maybe one of these young guys can step up a play. But I think offensive line, I think, is probably the least of the worries uh, on the offense, if not really the whole team. They got three or four guys that they know can play, that have proven that they can play, and a lot of that goes to Hank Fraley. I'm glad he stayed. I, I sent out a tweet. You know, back in, I think, February saying uh, if, if Hank goes somewhere else or, you know, you never know with new coaches. Sometimes you want to bring in their own guys. You know, here's a couple other guys that can replace him. But when they retained him and when they brought him back, I, I was excited for those guys because I know how much they love playing for Hank. And, uh, you know, he's, a, he's a, one of the younger O-line coaches in the league. But I think he proved last year, man, <laughs> he, he's, he's worth every penny. He got those guys playing at a really high level. And if they stay healthy, that could be another strength of this team moving forward. I want to ask TJ about the defense, too, and the draft. We'll do that coming up next. First, though, rockauto.com. Family-owned business. Get your auto parts from rockauto.com. They serve auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to the website, rockauto.com. You shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Very simple. The best thing about them is their prices are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. You're right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need with our friends at rockauto.com. TJ Lang is my guest and today here on Locked On Lions. Great to catch up with Teej, the former Lion, of course, and Green Bay Packer, 10-year vet, uh, offensive lineman. Uh, TJ doing some work, too, for Lions.com. You see that uh, throughout the season. And he's very active on Twitter. Are you not? Are you you still uh, you're still pissing people off sometimes? I try to find that fine balance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, during football season, it's fun. I mean, every single you can't tweet anything. I mean, you think you're tweeting something oh, positive. Oh. There's a fan base. I mean, it, it's fun. It's good banter. As long as you don't throw anybody under the bus personally, which I don't think I've ever done. Um, you know, you keep it pretty clean. But yeah, I, I, I enjoy. It. It's really the only time. Uh, that I get to interact with fans and maybe from Detroit or other teams and kind of get the pulse of what's going on out there. But, yeah, I, I definitely enjoy it. <laughs> All right, so this defense was the worst in the league. It was the worst in Lions history. And and even today, Dan Campbell, I talked about this before you came on. I mean, it, it's pretty obvious. It sounds like Trufant and Coleman are going to be cap casualties. But how would you fix this defense? What would you do? Well, I don't think I have enough time to go through everything <laughs> they got to do, man. I think, uh, man, I, like you said, I mean, watching last year was uh, – it was just crazy how fast the downfall went, right? And I kind of look back to when I was in Detroit, which wasn't that long ago. I mean, 2017, 2018, we had some studs, man. We had some really good defensive players. And then you look at the roster – from this past year and you're like what what happened right i know they had some injuries a lot of guys missed a lot of time trey flowers their uh kind of bell cow that defense missed a lot of time again um but it, it's just you, you can't ignore the fact that they were historically bad right they were just one of the worst defenses not in the nfl last year but of all time i mean it was just 
it was just hard to watch and it was hard it was it was hard to watch it was hard to watch the players you know because you know how hard they work you know how much time they're putting into the practices and the film and to go out there and just not get results game after game after game it's just man we're frustrated watching it imagine how those guys feel right but yeah we'll see what happens i mean obviously you know today and yesterday you kind of hear some rumblings about players that might be on the move and you know, you, I, I think you have to respect how open and transparent that Dan Campbell has been so far since he got here about talking about different positions. And we need to get better here. We're going to need some players from here. He's mentioned uh, the defensive backfield a lot. He's mentioned the wide receiver group a lot. Uh, he's being open and he's being honest, right? I mean, it, where he, he realizes maybe he's got to keep things a little bit more quiet. But as of right now, look, that's what the fans love, right? But, yeah, you look at the defense, uh, I mean, it's just all three levels. You just don't have a playmaker. You don't have a guy that other teams fear. You don't have a guy where, you know, the Green Bay Packers are going into Wednesday meetings saying, hey, we need to take care of this guy, this guy, this guy. You, you don't have any of those guys. So um, it's going to be a challenge. They're going to have to do it through the draft. They obviously don't have a lot of caps space not i don't think there's going to be any top tier defensive players that are going to say oh yeah i want to go to detroit right because i think everybody realizes it's gonna it's a rebuild right so you're not going to attract a lot of those guys but what you can do is maybe draft a guy in the first second round that becomes a stud and then now maybe a year from now matt you got free agents around the league saying wow look at that i want to go play with that dude right i want to go play with him that's how it works and you can kind of you can speeding up that rebuild a little bit if you get one or two really solid guys and other guys around the league start taking notice they say okay they got a badass at the end or d tackle or middle linebacker i want to go play with that guy right so we'll see what happens obviously they're going to have to um you know hit as best as they can in the draft this year i think it's going to be pretty defensive oriented if i if you held a gun to my head other than maybe getting a, a, a wide receiver or two uh, but yeah i think it, it's a young team uh, young defense, especially in the backfield. Uh, you look at guys like Amani, uh, Jeff Okuda, some other guys. Tracy Walker, still kind of a young player. Maybe they're going. I think they're going to take their time and they're going to see what they have, right? Because they this this group also Campbell, Brad Holmes. They haven't been shy about the fact that hey, when we watched the film last year, these guys look confused. They don't look like they know what they're supposed to be doing. They don't look like they're playing with any confidence. Maybe if you got, if you if you get these coaches and Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell give these guys a little bit of confidence and just simple simplify the game plan, maybe you have some studs back there. I don't know. They don't know, right? We're not going to know until we see them start playing no, the game. But, but that... But that let me inter- let me interrupt you. That's but that's the that's a hundred million dollar question, isn't it, Tej? Like, how much of it was scheme and Matt Patricia's just refusal to change, and that scheme sucked, or how much is it that guys like Jared Davis and others just aren't good football players? You know that that like Tracy Walker, you would hope with a new scheme might might be something because at times you saw something there. Same with like a guy like Deshaun Hand, right? Yeah, I, I think and there's Matt. There's not one player on that defense that I'm ruling out saying this kid can't play. Right, because they've all played for the same system. Jared Davis, you go back to 2017, his rookie year when I was with him. I mean, we used to practice against the kid every day saying, geez, man, this dude's going to be a stud, man. You know, he's hitting, he hits harder than a freaking semi. You know, he's, 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 he's going to be a stud. And for whatever reason, that didn't translate to Patricia's defense. And I'm not trying to say anything bad about Matt Patricia. I, I really liked the guy a lot. I enjoyed him. I, I consider him actually a, a really good friend. I had a great relationship with him. 
But there was a huge drop-off from a lot of those guys playing from either previous systems or being really good in college to just not translating under his scheme. And you saw evidence of that with guys like Darius Slay being shipped out and Quandre Diggs. Those those were the guys who were kind of more vocal about coach. Can we get more creative? You know, can we do this? Can we just simplify it? And, you know, I think it's pretty well documented. I'm not saying anything breaking news here. It's pretty well documented. <laughs> you don't agree with the Patriot way. I mean, you're pretty much finding a new team the next day, right? Uh, that's pretty well documented. So um, I'm not making any news there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to see. There's not one guy in that defense, though, that, that I saw last year just saying, this kid just can't play. He doesn't belong in the NFL. He doesn't belong in, with the Lions. He doesn't belong to be a starter, right? Because you kind of understood it comes with the caveat of nobody's playing good in this scheme. <laughs> Nobody, not one guy. So let's change it up a little bit. Let's give these guys some confidence. Let's make them believe that you're a starter. Jeff Okuda, you're the third overall pick. We need you starting. You're locking down the number one receiver every single week. Give those guys the confidence to go do that because, you know, that, that can go a really long way. It really can. And I don't want to, you know, talk too long, but it, the same could say, be said for Jared Goff. This is a guy who everything you read coming out of L.A., kind of walking on thin, thin, thin ice over there on eggshells, every single mistake, you know, being threatened, being benched. You give this kid some confidence, let's see what kind of player he can be. And that kind of goes for the same thing with the defense, especially the young defensive backs. Let's give these guys, let's simplify it, give them that confidence. Let's see what kind of players they can be. TJ, great uh, catching up, my friend. A little, uh, we we got to do a little union wood shop on, on me one of these days. On you. I'm always open for that, man. If it's free, it's for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good catching up with you, buddy. TJ Lang, there he is, the former Lion. Catch him uh, doing some great work at DetroitLions.com. The guy's got a a great future on the air, wherever it is, TV, radio. Of course, the former Lion and Green Bay Packer Pro Bowl offensive lineman with us today on Locked On Lions. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.